McDonald's coffee. The Broncos are going to lose today. Never. It's nothing special. Small. Forty Nineers are biased on Katie. That is a stupid idea. You're no. If I can't take it with my team, I'll give the Colts the benefit of the doubt. Madden 21 was so bad. I'm the so last player to get my body Has he played? Has he started in the drive to tell you? Tag him on Instagram. Second, and all these tantrums. I could have. Monte Foreman coming out of Texas. Truly appreciate the offer. What is up, y'all? That one dude, 2020 with the MS6 Sports Network, episode 12. I have the honor and pleasure of interviewing James Coe, if y'all don't know who he is. Four-time Emmy Award winner, Associated Press Award winner. He has a lot of things that he's done <laughs> in his career that people should know about, but of course also refers to himself as just a dude talking sports. James, how are we doing today? I'm doing great, man. It's great to be on the show. Love talking some fantasy football. So thank you, CQ Elliott. I had to drop you early on, my man, but that's just the Dallas Cowboys. But uh, <laughs> it, I know you've been in this kind of career for a while, doing what you're doing with like Amazon and, of course, the deal that um, the NFL has. What is probably the most humblest, humbling, most humbling lesson that you've learned so far in this career? Um. You know, I, I kind of sort of knew this kind of early on, but it's like you're just a guy, you know. Um, I mean, there's so there's very few like superstars in the uh, broadcasting world. And I, I always kind of sort of just uh, view myself as somebody who's working, you know. And um, I don't know, man, like I, I think I think everyone is easily replaceable and that includes myself. So you have to figure out ways to kind of sort of um, stand out and um and yeah, I mean, I, I just try to be a good coworker, you know, a good coworker. I try to work hard and, and be nice to people and everything and um, and just kind of sort of go from there, man. So, you know, you talk about humbling. It's just kind of sort of, well, I don't know, man. Like, I guess I kind of just view it as, um, like I said, I'm an easily replaceable asset. So I just try to make myself as valuable as possible. That, folks, and humbling is expect to know. There's going to be rejections. There's going to be anything like that. You got to start somewhere. And I guarantee you, James, you haven't forgot the beginnings. Like I tell people, you have these, you have these. You just never forget the beginnings, my man, because I don't think people truly know how much hard it is. But fantasy football, though, man, we'll get into that. Um, you, of course, say you've been yourself and stabbing relationships. And, of course, I've talked to different people, and they have their own different reasonings. But what have you done? As you, James being James, doing the, all the awards he's won, doing what you're doing with Amazon, how have you been able to specifically establish yourself in the sports media, in the sports media industry so people know who you are? Um, I think I, I've kind of established myself as a um, as somebody who is like an infotainment person, you know, um, somebody who's going to give you some good information. Obviously, I, I work and I have been working since day one. Um, with next gen stats and um, and I think people have come to expect some of that stuff that people have come to kind of expect bad takes and but most importantly I think people have just kind of come to expect entertainment you know um, and I think people do find that uh, to be 
you know, part of my brand is that like, look, you're going to get some info. I'm going to interact with a lot of, a lot of my fans. Um, and at the same time, man, like I'm just here to entertain people. So I think that's been a big part of it. And I, I think it, people have responded well to it, you know? And, um, yeah, so, I, but you know what, man, at the end of the day, what it really comes down to, I think, and the reason I've kind of been able to carve out a, a long career for myself is I've really just tried to be like, um, like a good, like I said, like a good dude, like a good coworker, you know, like <laughs> I don't try to big time anybody. And, um, and, and I think that kind of is appreciated, um, by, by bosses, I would hope I would think. And, you know, obviously there's some talent level involved too, but I do work extremely hard, um, at, at my craft. And, and again, I, I think people appreciate that. Without a doubt, man. I wish people would kiss more had your attitude. It's okay to be professional, but just be yourself, y'all. And I know some people probably aren't being themselves. Just be yourself, folks, and I promise y'all it will work out. But you've had some moments. I've checked out some of your uh, content here. Of course, you've had some moments, but what has been your favorite moment, either from talking fantasy football or building relationships off the field? What has been like your favorite moment in your sports media career? I still think what, you know, I, I look, I love doing all this crazy wacky shit that I do um, and all these skits that I pull out and everything. And, and that's certainly been great. You know, um, I just want to say like working at direct TV has probably been one of the most liberating, um, the most fun I've ever had at work. You know, um, the creative license that these guys give me and the rope that these guys let, let me have is just incredible. I mean, they really just trust me to do whatever I want. Um, and I think I've, I've paid that back in kind. So it's been good. You know, um, that being said, when you ask for one singular moment, it, it's really interesting. I, I kind of sort of go to this whole thing of like, I really enjoy interviewing people. Um, and I think I'm really good at it. I do a lot of research, uh, going into my interviews, you know, and, um, and I think that part of it, I, I, I excel at, but I haven't done a long form interview in a long time, but my favorite long form interview was probably with John Jones. Um, you know, the, the former UFC light heavyweight champion. Um, he's just an engaging guy, very intelligent, you know, talking to him before and after the shoot, uh, was very engaging. And, uh, and he was somebody that I, I really enjoyed sitting down with and having a, a, a really long conversation with, you know, we sat and talked for 30 minutes. Um, and, uh, parts of those interviews can of course be found online on YouTube as well. But yeah, it's been, um, it's been a great journey for me. And, um, and, but if you're talking about just one singular moment, it's probably that man, like just sitting down with John Jones and, and really getting to pick his brain. Awesome, man. I definitely would love to learn more about the UFC. I think that's what matters is the, like you said, talking about building those friendships is sometimes maybe not everything has to be talked about on the podcast or on a video. And that's how you establish that trust. But I can say that you've done a great job so far and more personnel. Just being free like that definitely makes it, without a doubt, more entertaining. But I got to ask you, man, though, I know you work with Next Gen Stats, which is in the uh, next gen current generation of the consoles and uh, Madden. Which player? would you like to see on the cover of Madden 22? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I mean, it, it's, it's tough, you know? Um, I mean, there are certainly a lot of players that had great seasons, you know what I'm talking about, but can I just give one dark horse guy that I think everyone would kind of sort of like, 
I, I kind of think if Ryan Fitzmagic was on the cover, I, I kind of sort of think everyone would dig it, man. Like, I know he's totally like out of left field and it'll never happen in a million years, but Ryan Fitzpatrick last year was so much fun. And I just feel like, you know, over the last couple of seasons, he's really kind of sort of jumped the, jumped the shark a little bit in terms of his popularity. Um, and, and he's a, look, he's a widely recognized, you know, football person. And I get it. Maybe, maybe not the casual fan would know, but I, I mean, hell maybe the casual fan would know, you know, with the, the shirt button down. I mean, that's the thing when you put him on the cover, he's got to come in in one of his crazy getups. You know what I'm saying? Like he's wearing either Deshaun Jackson's jacket or like, he's got his button down all the way down. You know what I mean? He's got the, the chest lettuce just coming out, but like, let that dude be Ryan Fitzmagic and let him be on the cover. That would be amazing. Couldn't, man. I be honest with you, I didn't know what you were gonna say, but that one I do like. And casual, I mean, you kind of think about this journey he's been on with the Jets and everything else. Of course, with the being in the MVP conversation multiple times in his career to the first two or three games with the Bucks. Man, uh, I gotta throw a couple of them out there for you. This one, I know people are gonna be, oh my gosh, he's such a big. I'm gonna have to say this, Tom Brady. I know people can hate on, and I, the reason why I say this because. I, you're talking about humbling lessons. I bet against Tom Brady so many times that I've <laughs> learned my lesson. But think about right. it. So I understand some people are like, oh, it's not a surprise he went to the Super Bowl. You went like this, but the odds were kind of against him. But I understand he's 43 years old, but kind of, I don't know what your thoughts are on Tom Brady, but uh, what would you think if EA decided to bring him back on the cover? I don't think too many folks would be mad. You know, he's the GOAT. You know what I'm talking about? But at the same time, it's like, I don't know if he necessarily moves the needle at this point. You know, like, um, he's a good player. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I think a lot of what he did last year was sort of kind of, you know, carried by his terrific supporting cast. Um, But no question, like, he's a great player. You know what I'm saying? And and I I just kind of wonder, though, like, is he a guy that moves the needle? Um, I almost think Patrick Mahomes still moves the needle a hell of a lot more. Uh, than Tom Brady at this point. I mean, we've just become, I think we've just become desensitized to Tom Brady's winning. Um, and you know, and the other thing too, it's like he wins a lot, but it's like, I, I, I struggle to find like plays, like give me a play in this most recent um, Super Bowl where you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a iconic Tom Brady play. Like there really isn't one. Right. Like all the images I think of Tom Brady are just him hoisting a Lombardi. Like those aren't plays. You know what I'm saying? Like when I think of Lamar, I think of him getting out of the pocket and just like dashing upfield. Patrick Mahomes making these crazy sidearm throws, no look passes, like, um, you know, Saquon Barkley using the Saquads and to like jump cuts outside. You know what I'm saying? Like these guys have plays, certain, you know, um, OBJ with the one handed catch or whatever, but like Tom Brady doesn't have that. As a matter of fact, when you think about the one singular play for Tom Brady that I can think of, it's one that where it was such a bad call. It's the tuck rule, right? Like, I, I have I could a funny see, feeling you were saying that. I could see Woodson knocking the ball out right now in the snow, right? And the Raiders recovering. Mm-hmm. And somehow, some way, Tom Brady has gifted that ball back. Like, like that's that's not even a great that's not a great Tom Brady play, but that's the the one singular play that I can think of uh, with Tom Brady. So it, it's interesting, you know, like. Tom Brady's a fine choice for the cover of Madden, but I don't necessarily know if he's a guy that like moves the needle uh, in turn, especially with young people. I don't think he moves the needle mm-hmm. at all. And that's where you kind of like, I guess you could say prove my point. And that's where I say he didn't have the best arm in the NFL anymore. That's Patrick Mahomes. And I, I, I say that, but also kind of want to hurl because I'm a Broncos fan. 
But the thing is now, we know Tom Brady didn't have the best arm. He didn't need to be MVP candidate. But mentally, I think he's the one well, of the most mental tough quarterback. And he could have the greatest arm and the greatest legs like Lamar, who I think is a good dude. But that those those uh, sexy moves in terms of what do you want to call them can only take you so far until you're in a big month. I got to throw this next one out there. Of course, people, I'm a critical of this quarterback, though. Another quarterback. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, MVP, of course, loses in the NFC Championship game yet again, but has those MVP-like numbers. I know you work next to Stats and EA. What kind of would go into a quarterback being on the cover? Is it them winning MVP, or is it kind of like a selection process throughout the season? I, I have no idea what the th- the thought process is, the decision-making process is uh, on EA side, you know. But if I had to guess, I'm sure, you know, po- overall popularity, you know, uh, uh, Q scores and all those type of things, I'm sure that factors in. And I think winning the MVP certainly doesn't hurt uh, your case to make the cover of Madden. So I think Aaron Rodgers is that dude, you know. Like if, he, if they put him on the cover again, if they put him on the cover, has he ever been on the cover? I actually don't remember. Uh, if he has, uh, he has he's Brett overdue. Favre has, but even though Brett, Brett Favre, Favre wasn't has. with the, but he wasn't with the Packers at that time of Madden 09. But, or, he was no, on what, the, what was he on, the Vikings? I think it was the, uh, the Vikings, yes. But somehow wow. he was on the cover with the Packers jersey, so. Hey. that That's crazy, bro. So, yeah, I, I tell you what, if Aaron Rodgers hasn't been on, he's overdue almost, you know, to be on the cover of Madden. So, it, it, that's interesting. Um, so yeah, but I, I do think that especially as of late, they've kind of tended towards, uh, younger players. Um, and I, I just don't necessarily know if he fits into that mold. So we, sh- we shall see, but he's overdue, man. He, he absolutely deserves a cover of Madden and, and the season that he put together last year, uh, was very, very impressive. And I think made doubly so by the fact that every single person had basically counted him out and basically said, Oh, this dude is He's done as an elite player. Um, I think that's what most everybody said. Um, and and he absolutely proved everyone wrong. So he absolutely is deserving of the cover, no doubt. Well, I was one of those haters still, and you can consider me still a hater of Aaron Rodgers. But if we had a whole show about that, that would be a couple of hours. But this next one, though, you talk about the running back position. And the problem is, is like, as you know, watching football, I did my research of this, less than 4% of running backs win the MVP award solely on their own, which is Adrian Peterson, but he never been on the cover. But this guy, Derrick Henry, he set the numbers, did the records, but he is literally the only bread and butter of the Titans offense. How do you feel about maybe him being on the cover, or is it just going to be you're just going to put another quarterback on the cover again? Yeah, you know, I, I feel like, yeah, it's it's hard for running back sometimes. And I think EA has had, you know, pretty bad luck in terms of picking running backs that then the next year don't really do that well, you know? I mean, even going back to their first player cover of Eddie George, um, the year after that he was on, he struggled a little bit, you know? You could tell that the the tread had worn down a little bit on those tires, man. And um, so, yeah, I, I think it's tough, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, for me, I, I just kind of feel like, look, Derrick Henry, another phenomenal player, uh, if they put him on the cover, I don't think anybody's going to be mad about it. But uh, again, I love Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry is a superb talent. Like if he puts together another one or two of these seasons, he, you could put him in the Hall of Fame. It's all good. But that being said, the guy, I just, does he move the needle? Do people care about Derrick Henry? I, like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I like, mean, they they do. But at the same time, you've seen offenses or defenses, be even though he's phenomenal for your Hall of Famer, defenses have been able to stop it. 
I know it's have very they? far in between. I don't know. A few it's, of them have because tough. if you look at the playoffs, though, it's like once you stop Derrick Henry, this offense is as boring as uh, like uh, butter pecan ice cream. I mean, it's just this offense has nothing towards them. It's like a bag of waste potatoes. There's nothing there without Derrick Henry. But he's phenomenal. He's great. But they've been able to a certain extent being able to stop him. And so I don't know, man. I, it'd be interesting to have him on the cover. I just I know people say the Madden curse, blah blah blah. I don't completely buy into that. You say Mahomes and Lamar and all these other guys, but I don't buy into the Madden curse. I'm sorry, I don't. Maybe I'm just some tenfold hat uh, boomer from 1940 that does only watch, but I don't believe in that. Hey, listen, I, I think Patrick Mahomes winning the Super Bowl the year after he was on the cover, I think shattered the uh, or should have shattered uh the madden curse the whole idea of this madden curse but yeah no man listen um if they want to put him on it's all good but i will say this though look every good player every great player has bad games you know so peyton manning you know one of the two greatest quarterbacks of all time i mean had a ton of bad games especially in the playoffs so um man i don't know man like uh, i i felt like derrick henry was just about one of the most you know uh sure pieces that you could have on offense last year. And, and, and again, if they put him on the cover, I ain't mad at it. You know what I'm saying? There is a couple of thought of like, why don't they at least put guys that got into the hall of fame first ballot onto Madden? You had guys like Peyton Manning, who I grew up with first ever quarterback to see in the Super Bowl or on TV. You have other guys like, of course, Philip Rivers, who if you were some content, I'm very critical of, but he's doing his thing and retiring now having like 50 kids but you see all these other players, like, we, there's guys you could talk about. Drew Brees, of course, uh, just retired officially, maybe Phillip Rivers, some of these other guys. But I just, maybe it's just me or I'm not a hater, but I'm getting a little annoyed of having just quarterbacks on that. I want to see guys like Watt or Hopkins or maybe, because look at that Hopkins catch. I believe he should be, I'm not saying he's going to be, but that should give him a chance just because quarterbacks over and over. I think, in my opinion, it gets redundant. I think that's kind of a good call. I wouldn't mind seeing not players, but how about moments, you know? Um, and obviously mm -hmm. moments will feature the players. But how about that new Copkins catch, um, you know, over defenders, the walk-off touchdown reception, you know what I mean? Like, put that moment on the cover of Madden. That's not bad. That's not a bad idea at all, and I think we should see more of that for sure. I mean, if we are going to put – like, if we are going to put Derrick Henry on there, put – Put the moment where he's stiff arming Josh Norman into hell. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Like, put yeah, that Josh Norman. On, like that would be awesome. You know what I mean? Like, put that moment on the cover of Men. So that that's an interesting call. If you want to talk about emotions in terms of a player, what about? I know people. I said Alex Smith. And people say, oh, it's probably just because of sympathy or blah blah blah. You say, oh, you take him to the playoffs regardless if it was because of him or not. But I mean, if people saw that documentary, I saw those photos. I might show those photos to my parents. That's some nasty stuff, man. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, him winning comeback player of the year, I think, was kind of a foregone conclusion because we're talking about a player that, you know, um, was – forget about, like, playing football. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just the fact that he's able to just get up and walk around uh, normally, I think, is, is a pretty good story. And then him being able to compete uh, as, a, as a starting quarterback – uh, in the NFL, I, I think is just uh, it's incredible, man. So no, it's it's an incredible story. Well, this last one here, maybe because again, I can be a little bit biased when it comes to maybe guys on the cover. Fitzgerald, I thought he retired, he didn't, but maybe he's coming back. But I know he's been on the cover in Madden Ten, but that was with Troy Polamalu. I don't know who would be your receiver to pick 
if they were to put a receiver on Madden in NFL 22. I don't, I don't know how you get away from Nuke Hopkins. Um, I mean, I think maybe Devontae Adams is probably a good call, too. Um, actually, Devontae's a great call. You know, the Packers, and people love the Packers and everything. And uh, Devontae Adams had a really special season, too. So um, I think either Devontae or Nuke would probably be be my choice. I'm trying to think about somebody else that um, that was just a had a phenomenal season um and also had like those like special like oh my god moments you know um yeah nothing nothing really i mean maybe you know what's you know what's crazy maybe dk maybe dk with that chase down put that on the cover let's go there's been a lot of memes on that in videos all over social media but i definitely think that should be the opportunity my man but uh of course, we always thank y'all, James Coe, for coming on the show. But, of course, like we do here on the MR6 Sports Network before we go, do what we kind of call like final thoughts or kind of any shout-outs. So if we do that, let's go to this morning's final thoughts. I mean, James, do you have any shout-outs or anything that you're doing or social media pages, type of content you're working on before we head out today? Yeah, man, it'd be great if everyone could follow me on YouTube. I'm kind of getting my YouTube page um, kind of ramped up here. I, I've been on for, for years, uh, and for a long time, it, it, it just had, like, all my MMA stuff on there. But, um, but yeah, no, we're transitioning now. You know, myself and Adam Rank, we're starting a show. It's called The Tackling Dummies. It's on every Wednesday, um, every Wednesday morning. And, of course, you could find the, the past streams on my on my channel as well. We got a couple episodes in the book, but, um, but yeah, no, we're, we're really looking forward to kind of reuniting here after all these years and, and doing a show together. Um, and it's going to be a fun show, but if you guys could just search me out, at, uh, James D co on YouTube, uh, and like, and subscribe and undo all those things. It'll have a lot of my fun skits on there too. So, um, it'll have a little bit of something for everybody, man. But yeah, if you guys could follow me on YouTube, that would be wonderful. And of course, Twitter and Instagram, uh, and Facebook as well. Just search James D. Co. And, and you'll find all my social media handles, man. Of course, I mean, we'll always do that when the live video is done. We'll put the description down below for Instagram, Twitter, all of that. Because I've checked out some of your stuff, man. Like, I, I do my research here. And so it's definitely <laughs> a lot of fun. But I know you are a very busy man. So thank you so much for coming on and uh, stay in touch. And uh, we'll, we'll see you soon, man, on the show. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on. coffee. Our Broncos are going to lose today. Never. It's nothing special. Small. Boy, Nanas are biased on Katie. That is a stupid idea. You're com- no. If I can't take it when my team, I'll give the Colts the benefit of the doubt. Madden 21 was so bad. Has he played? Has he started in the drive to tell you? Tag him on Instagram. Second, and all these tantrums. I could have. Monte Foreman coming out of Texas. Truly appreciate the offer.